Welcome to The Point Podcast. At The Point, we point high school students to Jesus because we believe that Jesus is better than anything else that this world has to offer. We hope that this podcast is an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ, but that it does not replace the time you're already spending with the Lord. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our awesome high school youth pastor, my husband, Justin Kinley. So as I'm recording these podcasts and reading it, um, I guess reading the book of Acts in progressive order, I'm, I'm finding how much I love Acts chapter 2. Man, what, what a cool passage of Scripture. The Holy Spirit comes on the Pentecost. Peter, the, the same one who denied Jesus, is now preaching Jesus to thousands. It's it's incredible, right? And then there's this call for response. The, the people hear the news and they're like, man, what do we do in light of this? And Peter tells them to repent and be baptized, as we saw in yesterday's ap- episode. And so I love how verse 41 through 47 tie this passage up together. So listen to what it says. It says, so those who accepted his message were baptized. And that day, about 3,000 people were added to them. And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayers. And I don't want to read over that quickly. Think about that. 3,000 people hear the gospel. They respond. They repent and are baptized and added to them. How amazing is that? It says in verse 43, Then fear came on everyone, and many wonders and signs are being performed to the apostles. Now all the believers were together and held all things in common. They sold their possessions and property and distributed proceeds to all as anyone had a need. Every day, they devoted themselves to meeting together in the temple complex and broke bread from house to house. They ate their food with a joyful and humble attitude, praising God and having favor with all the people. And every day, every day, the Lord added to them those who were being saved. Um, you know, I think you see mainly two, this is an incredible passage of scripture explaining the church in just a few verses. Um, but I think you see two really, really cool things here. One, you see the devotion of the church, and then you see the unity of the church. Uh, first, you see the devotion, and I love that it says that word devoted. Um, I mean, it says this uh, actually twice. It says it in verse 46, and then it says it in verse 42. And, and when I see devotion, I, I look at devotion as, man, this is something that they um, absolutely prioritized. This was not something that they did as convenience allowed them to. It's something that they um, set in their schedules. This is something we are doing. There was a devotion and a seriousness about it. It's not casual attraction, but it's devotion. Um and I love Acts 2.42. If you come to the point, you know we have 2.42 nights where we focus on these four things because it's what the church devoted themselves to. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, right? So to the truths the apostles were teaching, um, the word of God, as we saw in Peter uh, breaking down his sermon in Acts chapter 2, he's teaching from the Old Testament. It's um, what we would call, this is a big word to get ready, but a Christological interpretation of the Old Testament. What that means is, is Peter is preaching Jesus from the Old Testament. He's saying the Old Testament and what we're doing now is not separated, but Jesus is the fulfillment of all the Old Testament talked about. That's huge to understand. So they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to fellowship, just being together, um, having all in one accord, this breaking of bread, a a celebratory um, meal together, celebrating the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. And then finally, they devoted themselves to prayers, to to praying with one another, praying for one another, for praying um, probably the Lord's prayer together, praying all the these things to one another. And then you even see in verse 46 that they devoted themselves to meeting together in the temple complex every day. Every day, there's this devotion to one another as believers, this this incredible devotion that you see the early church having. And, And then secondly, we see the devotion 
But then we also see the unity. I mean, verse 44 and verse 45 are, are pretty unbelievable verses where it says all the believers t- were together and held all things in common. They sold their possessions and property and distributed the proceeds to all as anyone had a need. What, what's amazing is that they are giving literally everything to one another. And, and now what you'll sometimes hear an argument being made that this uh, supports socialism. Well, here, here's the thing. I really don't think it does that, at least not from a government perspective, right? This is not about uh, the early church going to the government and saying, hey, we think this is best if we if we share all this stuff. That, that's not what it's saying. But what it is saying is that the individual believers saw needs in their community and they didn't need a government to help them give to one another. That they didn't need someone to come and take their stuff to give to one another. It was they were giving freely out of what they received. And, and there's what's amazing here is this: is think about this. There hasn't been any epistles from Paul yet. Uh, there's nothing been written to them about giving or anything like that. Paul and Peter. I mean, we see Peter teaching and stuff, so you can assume that he's teaching about that. But but simply, they've received the gospel, and the gospel has left such an impression on their heart and on their life that they seemingly can't help but give. I mean, I mean, think about this. We've been given the greatest gift of all, Jesus Christ, resurrection from the dead. That's what we've been given, eternal life. So, so if I've been given eternal life, then some money down here doesn't really matter all that much. That if I see you in a need, man, I, I'm ready and I'm willing to help you. If you see me in need, you should be ready and willing to help me. And I love that the early church has this in common together. They have unity and they have this devotion. And I love how Acts two of Acts chapter 2 ends. It says, And the Lord added to their number those who are being saved. This is every day the Lord added to the number of those who are being saved. You know what happens when we be a unified church and a devoted church? What happens, what happens is that people see that and man, that's attractive. That they see people act in some way and they're going to ask you, man, man, why are you acting this way? And what an incredible opportunity we have to share the gospel. So the Lord honors a unified church and a devoted church. And that's the picture we see at the end of Acts chapter 2. Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock. And we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15. For more information, you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org.